Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, October 26th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, on Sundays this week on Broadway, James, Peter, and Michael were joined by another James. This one with far more accolades than our own James Marino, although he does (laughs) deserve them. This was Tony winner James Monroe Iglehart. Um, They talked about a ton of different stuff, not only his incredible career uh, on stage, uh, Aladdin, Freestyle Love Supreme, Hamilton, all that stuff. But they also talked about uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas fundraiser, which I think is actually happening while we're recording. Oh, Uh, no, I forgot about that entirely. But I think it's one of those things that's going to be available uh, for a a couple days, so you can watch it on demand. It's a fundraiser for both the Actors Fund and the Lymphoma Research Foundation, as uh, we talked about before, James's wife. Uh, is a lymphoma survivor. So uh, check that out. Uh, They also talked about uh, a couple shows uh, and things that uh, Peter went and saw a show in Connecticut, apparently. Um, And uh, there's a bunch of other stuff in there, too. So check that out. Uh, And um, always a good time to join the Patreon, especially when there's great guests like James and Earl Iglehart. You can listen in as the interview is being conducted, and you can submit your questions uh, and have them a- asked and answered on the podcast. So I head over to patreon.com slash broaderradio, broaderradio.com slash patreon. Sorry, go ahead. What are you going to say? I did just check because I was curious and also for the public's sake. The event will be available to stream via the Actors yeah. Fund vid- Vimeo channel through October th- or on October 31st. So I'm assuming through if it's already happened and then tickets are available for five bucks. So awesome. Love there you it. go. All right, Ashley, let's talk about the news now. First up, last night, Greenwich Mean Time, of course, the 2020 Olivier Awards were presented in a virtual ceremony that aired on ITV over there and across the globe via the interwebs. I will run through some of the major theatrical categories because they do some opera and dance as well, which we don't specifically care about, of course, but we will Uh, have winners, not for this show. I mean, (laughs) personally, we might, but this show is not, we don't really spend a lot of time talking about opera and dance, but we will have all of the winners in the show notes uh, and in broadwayradio.com via a link. First up, let's start with Best Actor in a Supporting Role in a Musical, David Bedella for And Juliet. Best Actress in a Supporting Role in a Musical went to Cassidy Jansen for At Juliet. Best Original Score or New Orchestrations, which is a, an interesting category combination, but it went to Dear Evan Hansen's team of Binge Pasek, Justin Paul, and Alex Lacamoire. Best Theater Choreographer went to Matthew Bourne and Stephen Meir for The Revival of Mary Poppins. Best Musical Revival went to Fiddler on the Roof. Best Actor in a Musical went to Sam Tutty for Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. Best Actress in a Musical went to Mimi Teague Lee for And Juliet. Best Revival went to Cyrano de Bergerac. Then uh, getting through, we'll skip some of the design categories. Going into now Best Actor in a Supporting Role went to Adrian Scarborough for Leopold Stat, the mm-hmm. uh, new Tom Stoppard play. Best Actress in a Supporting Role went to Indira Varmer for Present Laughter. Uh, Best Actor went to Andrew Scott for Present Laughter. Best Actress 
went to Sharon D. Clark, who won last year nice. um, for um, 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 Carolina or Change. Mm-hmm. She won for Death of a Salesman. Best Director went to Marion Elliott and Miranda Cromwell for that Death of a Salesman. Then the two biggies, the Best New Play, went to Leopold Stat, the Tom Stoppard play. And Best Musical went to Dear Evan Hansen. So, actually, obviously, Dear Evan Hansen did very well taking home yeah. the top prize, which is not a surprise. But some of these other shows that did really well, I'm interested to see if they ever eventually make it across the pond. Obviously, in the mm-hmm. before times, I am sure that they all would have in some form or fashion if they hadn't already come or at least been announced. Uh, but shows like And Juliet, which is a jukebox musical yeah. imagining what would have happened had Juliet not died – in Romeo and Juliet, and it uses 90s and early 2000s pop songs written by songwriter Max Martin. Yeah. Uh, then there's that all-black cast revival of Death of a Salesman, and then, like I mentioned, Stoppard's Leopold Stat. I would love to see all of those, uh, oh, yeah. and I hope that yeah. we eventually get the chance. Yeah, I've been really interested in seeing Leopold Stat, especially, and the and Death of a Salesman, as you already said, but we have at least one revival coming. <laughs> Whenever that may be. And oh, then that's right. I forgot about that. It, yeah, I was going to say. And then there will be another one like two years after that. So, I mean. Who, wait, is that is Nathan Lane supposed to do that? Um, I think that's supposed that to happen. What, is that what him and Laurie Metcalf are supposed to do together? Yes. I think that's the current I one. Can't remember. I can't that's remember. That's happening. That's the one that was being talked about for like 2021 right. already. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like before the pandemic, that's exactly. what it was talking about. So that's, you know, that's allegedly the next one that we're going to get. But who knows after that? Because, you know, Death of a Salesman is mounted yes. pretty <laughs> frequently yes. in whichever venue uh either off broadway or on broadway willing to do it but yeah leopold sat really excited to see hopefully eventually as uh, same with aunt juliet which i'm not necessarily a big jukebox musical person but i think this sounds at least fairly interesting i was trying I to follow it a little bit when it was uh first in the news and reviews were coming out. So glad to see uh awards news that doesn't make me want to completely <laughs> rip my hair out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 The um I believe the cast album for Anne Juliet is out. And if I believe mm. as the children say, it is a bop. Um lots is of that fun. What the children uh, say. It is what the children say. Um, I have it. I've listened to it. It is. Uh, um, is it uh, in fact a bop? I, I don't exactly know what that means, but it's got songs like Baby One More Time, Domino, oh, nice. Oops, nice. I Did It Again, Teenage Dream, I Kissed a Girl, Since You've Been Gone. Like this, this Max Martin guy has quite the. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the repertoire. So, yes, and a indeed. lot of his songs are included in the. Um, uh, Britney Spears musical Once Upon a One More Time. So uh, mm. if these two both end up coming to Broadway, we'll have a, a, a significant overlap in songs. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that won't happen for that reason. Is that it would be there would be too much overlap? But who knows? Uh, Maybe they would try and tie it together in some yeah, way. Um, uh, Nick Adams and former Tommy Moore guest Haley Pachoon would be very happy to have as much mm. uh, Britney Spears on Broadway. Yeah, as possible, here so. for it. Here for it. Trust me. Yeah. All right, let's move on, Ashley. Unfortunately, we have to move on uh, to talk about some sad news as the legendary actor and choreographer Marge Champion passed away last week 
at the age of 101 mm. from being a live action model for Disney films, most famously for Cinderella. If you think of all of like yeah. the dancing that she did, mm. she not only did the dancing for the animators, but also she just kind of made it up. She did the choreography for it as well. Not only did she do that, and she was an actress, which we'll talk about here in a second, um, but she also collaborated a lot with her husband, Gower. Maybe you've heard of him, um, both as a dancer and a choreographer. Marge had just an absolutely unbelievable career. Yeah. She was an Emmy-winning choreographer and a Disney legend. She appeared on Broadway five times, plus a bunch of other credits um, for for Gower's shows as an assistant or assistant choreographer or just special thanks. But her first show on Broadway was 1943's What's Up? Wow. And her final show on Broadway was the 2001 revival of Follies mm -hmm. as Emily Whitman at the age of 81. That was a long time ago now. <laughs> um, no, it was like nine years ago. Please stop. No, 2001. I know. In 2001, oh, it was nine yeah. years ago, Matt. Yes, please. No, it, was, it was not, but if you want to keep thinking that, you're more than welcome. <laughs> Let me live in my delusion. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if we're talking about follies, there's a lot of delusions going exactly. on, so that is completely applicable. Exactly. Especially delusions don't, that have to do with time. Don't get me started on follies. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was also credited as Gower's assistant on the original production of Hello, Dolly, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Actually, I always knew the name Marge Champion, like Gower and Marge Champion. Yeah. And I vaguely knew some of the parts of her resume, but seeing all of the different kinds of things she'd done over her career and hearing about some of the really tragic things that happened in her yeah. life, yeah. losing a son to a car accident, her after Gower died, she remarried. And after like three, four years of, of marriage, her next, or it was actually her third husband died in a helicopter accident. Like just tragic. really some incredible stories, yeah. both professionally and and personally, some of them tragic, but some of them wonderful. So, um, of course, our, our as we always say, our thoughts go out to everybody who loved her both personally and professionally. Mm, a great life and career well lived. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on to some kind of uh, theatrical organizational news. As late last week, a group of Broadway music leaders announced that they had created a new organization called Musicians United for Social Equity or Ooh. Muse. Uh, they are putting together this organization in hopes of creating more opportunities for musicians of color in the theater. The group includes composers, music directors, and musicians, and is co-chaired by Kenny Seymour and Steven Aramis. And the other founding members include Alex Lackamore, Georgia Stitt, Michael McElroy, Tom Kitt, and Jason Michael Webb. Their first initiative it was to release an online directory of BIPOC musicians, orchestrators, MDs, and more that are available for hire now and especially whenever theater gets back. That's great. Love that. Yeah, that one is very, very cool. Also last week, Broadway designer Edward Pierce was elected as the new president of United Scenic Artists Local USA 829. The union is an affiliate of IATSE and represents designers, artists, craftspeople, and department coordinators working within film, television, opera, ballet, mm -hmm. which we... There you go. And more. So congratulations <laughs> to Edward. I've got nothing to say about that, but we generally cover a lot of these big uh, yeah. leadership changes, so figured it was worth mentioning. You didn't specifically 
earlier in the show slag off ballet to be fair no. it was dance as a whole dance. you went with right. you went big and just completely yeah. shut down all uh, and opera so really i i have to say the only dance that i apparently recognize is so you think you can oh, um love that. i'm so sad i missed that oh, show this boy. this season oh, but boy. anyway we're good to do right. our reality competition podcast so that's good uh, at least i have been i have loved so you think you can dance from the beginning and obviously <laughs> the pandemic shut down their season they couldn't do it so i'm hoping they will be back for season oh, like boy. 17 or to, 16 or whatever to apologize. it is i have to apologize for us no, we've wow. gone from American Idol last week to now, so I you know. think you can dance? Well, and of course, my obsession with the masked singer. But <sighs> it never ends, unfortunately. Never, ends. <laughs> never, ever ends. All right, so moving on to some streaming theater news. Last week, speaking of things that I am obsessed with, this one hits mm. a few of them. Last week, Deadline exclusively reported that a bunch of Broadway headliners have joined together to create an ongoing ah, fiction yes. podcast yes. <laughs> set backstage at a Broadway show, and this podcast is called... As the curtain rises. And if you couldn't tell, it will not only be lampooning Broadway, but soap operas as well. The show has an absolutely ridiculously stacked cast, including Alex Brightman, Ariana DeBose, Andrew Barth Feldman, the aforementioned James General Eigelhart, Alana Levine, Leslie Margarita, Mauricio Martinez, Ashley Park, George Salazar, Sarah Stiles, Michael Yuri, Lilius White, and more. Killer. The first episode is available now, and other episodes will be released on subsequent Thursdays. The show was written by the prom producer, Dory Berenstein. Um I'm never, I'm not familiar with her, so that's awesome. Uh, and is directed and produced by former Playbill editor in chief, ah, Mark Piper. That's his new is, big project. There well, you go. No, it's not. Oh. He said, he said on the Twitter, he's been tweeting a lot lately. And if you want some vague Broadway tea, go over to his Twitter account. But he said this is not his big project, but is something that he gotcha. has been working on nonetheless. Gotcha. So, All right. Yeah, so we yeah. don't know what that is. But Ashley, you know that I love Broadway, I love podcasts, and I love soap operas. So I feel like this was created. <laughs> just for me so i'm very excited yeah. to uh to start listening to this um soon i have i didn't listen to the first episode yet but i i definitely will yeah i got the press release and i was like well this is made for matt and i was gonna forward it to you but figured you like you i was well i figured you had like search alerts or like news <laughs> alerts for all of those terms so yes, i wasn't even exactly gonna right. bother like broadway yeah. podcast soap operas you got it three times already Yes, exactly. I, I I get an alert for every time the word Broadway is used in an Good. article. That's not that's not um, overkill by any means. Anyway, <laughs> mildly obsessive. Yeah. <laughs> um, next, Resounding, a live immersive audio entertainment company, which we've talked about before, will present its next production, Treasure Island Colon Live, on November twenty seventh and twenty eighth at eight p.m. Eastern Time. The show will star former Tell Me More guests Maggie Lakis. And some guy, Rob McClure, um, Maggie will play Jim Hawkins, and Rob will play Long John Silver and the narrator. Tickets are $20 and can be purchased by visiting www.resounding.live slash treasure dash island. Too much punctuation That's in that. Head over to radio.com to, uh, to get that link. <laughs> Is uh, Rob McClure former Tell Me More guest by chance? I, I mentioned that in there. Thank you for listening. Both mm. Maggie and Rob are. They did oh. it together. Mm. They did it together. And Rob McClure was also a guest <laughs> on a recent special episode um, of Broadway Radio. So friend of the, friend of the pod. Fr- fr- friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. Yeah. 
Uh, he has no idea who I am. Uh, anyway, uh, let's get into the feel good recommendations. This is the story of my life. You know, like I, I talk to so many people. Yeah. And, and since so many of them are like phone or Skype or whatever, like I don't meet yeah. them really. Yeah. I, don't, I don't consider them people I've actually met. It's I kind of obnoxious. It's kind of, I kind of yes. hate that because it's the same. Most of my interviews are over the phone, especially right. now or over the phone. It's like, we'll meet someone I've interviewed at an event and be like, yeah, it was, it's me. I interviewed you for this thing like six months ago. By chance, do no you remember idea. me? No. Yeah, it's a mess. I've interviewed, I, I met Telly Leung once and I was like, oh yeah, I, I've interviewed before. He's like, oh my God, I don't remember. I was like, don't worry, you didn't see me. Like it was True. via phone. Like, yeah. I didn't. And, and even so, you if you do like 50 interviews totally. a week, please, I will never feel offended. Yeah. No, like we joke about how, like, oh, good friend. Dame Judy Dench. Like, I don't actually think that anybody <laughs> I interview is my friend, unless like they're really a, a real life Correct, friend. Correct. Yes. Um, but it's it's a bit. It's part of the bit. It's a bit. It wow. Is definitely a bit. We're letting wow, letting people <laughs> in the, the, the scenes. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am a sentimental man. Anyway, okay. So let's talk about feel good recommendations. Good friends and uh, former interviewees, <laughs> um, Lauren Molina and Nick Searley of the Skivvies, released a um, a new music video in promotion for their uh, upcoming digital album, The Rocky Horror Skivvies Show, which I didn't really understand because oh. the song isn't from Rocky Horror, but that's what they're using to promote it. It is uh, the Skivvies, Lauren and Nick. Lauren's um, actor boyfriend Rob Morrison and um, photographer slash actor Michael Kushner. It is called Superheroes, mm. and in the music video, it shows that superheroes can't even win in 2020. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> it, it's, uh, it has a really nice message, and we've talked about the Rocky Horror Skivvies show album, and I uh, that did it. Cannot wait. Crowdfunding. I can't wait for that. I uh, contributed, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Our final recommendation, though, is so super cool. It is coming to us from Vulture. And a lot of the talk of the theater industry over the last week has been about two different shows that were filmed on Broadway and are now streaming. And they came out about the same time. I don't know if it was the exact same day or not, but that it was, was like what the Constitution means to me. It was either the same me. day or the, like day after one yeah, another. Real yeah, real close. That was, of course, what the Constitution means to me in American Utopia. And um, instead of just somebody talking about them and writing about them and, like, reviewing them, what Vulture did was get them to talk to each other and talk um, uh, and answer questions. Um, and uh, Jackson McHenry kind of um, moderated it. Yeah. And they talked back and forth and both answered questions. It's very, very cool. Awesome. Um, just two amazing people in Heidi Shrek and David Byrne. Uh, um, geniuses, so, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Total, total geniuses. So that, that link will be in the show notes uh, and at broadwayradio.com for your Monday perusal. Have you watched the streaming versions of either or yet? I, I have not yet because um, Saturday was the beginning of Ohio State's college football season. So that spent, that was all all of my day on Saturday, um, and I did not get a chance. I was working on Sunday, but that they are high on my priority list. I've got some uh, vacation days coming up around the holidays, so oh, they wow. are high, Brag high, high it. up. <laughs> yeah, not Brag a lot, but a few. Um, the, they're high on my list to uh, of things to do, not just even things to watch, like just right. things to do. I need to first do American Utopia because I did not see it on stage. Obviously, mm. I saw what the Constitution means to me, but. Um, 
that one will be next, but very much looking forward to I it. I do. I want to do it as a because I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet either. I was too busy watching Nick Cage movies and God knows what else. <laughs> That's what I do instead. Uh, <laughs> um, but I want to do it as like a one-two punch, which yeah, is why yeah, it's taking yeah. me to one right after that. It's probably, I was talking about it because my best friend came up to visit on Sunday to, and I'm going to be up in upstate New York on election day regrettably i know um but we're probably gonna do that do what the constitution means to me in american utopia and then just have a panic attack the rest of the day so it'll (laughs) be great programming very good very good all right um well election day god damn anyway that is all we have yeah that is all that we have for today thank you all for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook and twitter at broadway radio and you can find me on twitter and instagram at bww matt ashley where can people find you you can find me on twitter and instagram no this is ashley I have some super cool interviews set up this week. Ooh. They, they will be released when news allows. If there's a slow news, they will put the interviews in instead. One, I will say, awesome. is a legendary composer. Like, legendary. And, uh-huh. um, and then another one is a current Tony nominee. So... Um, and I actually I have another one with a uh, with a a mutual Twitter friend of ours, Ashley. Oh, um, another friend so, of the show. Another friend. Well, a maybe. soon to be a soon to be friend soon of the show. Soon to be, show. To be so, best friend. B F F O T S. Nice best friend of the show. Um, so we will have those interviews sprinkled in over the next week or so. Sweet. If you want to hear all of those interviews before you can hear them anywhere else, head over to patreoncom Patreon.com slash Patreon. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Monday, and we will be back in some form or fashion to talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.